Yo, what's going on, everybody? Happy Sunday, fun day, and happy October 1st. Happy autumn. This is your boy, Anthony, a.k.a. PG, a.k.a. Black Dynamite, and you're tuning in to the Rise Above podcast. Uh, how was your day, guys? Like, let me know how's it going. Uh, I see the podcast is rising up. Haha, <laughs> pun intended. And, um... I'm grateful for all the listeners, for all the followers. Thank you guys that contribute. Um, I want to shout out to the Kingdom Trace Awards. Marcus Hall, brother, you are an amazing man of God. And the 8th Annual Kingdom Trace Awards was uh, a smacker. It was, it, it, was, it was a banger. It was so dope um, from the lineups to the hosts, to everybody involved, to the team, the management, everybody. Um, it, it, it went off without a hitch, and it was just an amazing, amazing, amazing ensemble that you put together, brother. So if you ever hear this, I just want to say thank you, you know, for all that you do for the body and what you continue to do to push for CHH. Um, I met some dope people, some friends, some family. Uh, thank you to all of you guys that met with me and took my card and networked with me and want to join the podcast someday. I got a good lineup coming up soon. So uh, you would like to get interested in listening. Or if you want to hop on the podcast yourself, you can email me at poeticgenius101 at gmail.com. That's P-O-E-T-I-C-G-E-N-I-U-S 101.com. I mean, at gmail.com. My apologies. Or you can hit me up on Instagram at Poetic Genius QB. That's P O E T I C G E N I U S Q B. That's the same thing for my Twitter feed. And uh, sorry for that sniffle. And it was, it was an awesome day, man. Um, a lot of things are happening for me. I'm very grateful for it. I'm, I, I, I don't deserve it, but I'm very grateful for it. Uh, this month, we partnered up with uh, Jesus Peace. You can follow them at Jesus Peace. I believe it's at Jesus Peace NYC. If I'm wrong, then my apologies. I'll get that back to you guys. And we're doing a 30-day book challenge. So you could get a book or two, however much you read, and read a chapter a day. If you agree more than a chapter a day, then so be it. Uh, just put up the hashtag 30-day book challenge. Put it on your Instagram, on your Twitter. You know, try to make this go viral. And uh, just thank you for the support. We feel that like education is fundamental, and we could always learn something new each day. Um, I'm going to be discussing tonight with Jay Rose, a female poet writer from our Triple B series. Another episode. This is episode three of the Triple B series, and I'm grateful for it. So we're going to discuss life, liberty. In the pursuit of poetry. Uh, we're trying to get it done tonight. She's also a parent as well too, so you have to bear with bear with us. You know, parenting is not an easy gig. I'm not a parent yet, so I can't tell you. But uh, to the parents out there that know, and they're all listening, they all know that uh, it's a hard task. And uh, we will try to get it done today, tonight, to give it to you guys for tomorrow. 
If not, it will be on here very, very, very soon. But I have other things to talk about as well. If uh, we aren't able to secure the interview for tonight. Because like I said, parenting is not a joke. My grandmother, she raised kids growing up. And I had to uh, assist. And it was not easy. It was not easy. So I can't imagine having a child and having to watch them and take care of them and feed them and clothe them and all that stuff 24-7 until they get older you know so it's, it's, it's just it's just amazing what parents can do you know so um, yeah I got the text just now so um, we're going to reschedule the interview for tomorrow that's what we're going to do but stick around you got me I'll get back to you guys in a few minutes all right Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey. Jay Rose. Can you hear me? Hey, what's can. up? Can you hear me? Clear. Loud and clear. Loud and clear. What's going yeah. on, Jay Rose? <laughs> Nothing much. Finally That's getting a much. minute to myself. <laughs> right. Rose. <laughs> so. How's it going? Going good. It's going good. Let me uh do my little shameless plug. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is your boy Anthony, aka PG, aka Black Dynamite, and you're tuning in to the Rise Above Podcast, sponsored by Strive Technologies, where they're able to fix everything with a bit of strive. Finally, I am with <laughs> talented poet slash writer uh, Jay Rose who goes by the name of My Crumbled Thoughts on Instagram. You can look her up on there. Don't stalk her, please, because we don't need that. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, this is the Triple B series, standing for bold, beautiful, and blessed, uh, basically empowering women of all shapes of colors and walks of life to basically give them a platform to express their empowerment movements. So, uh, Welcome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I really do. Thank you. Thank you for having me on here. Even though I'm sounding like, yes, but I'm the host. <laughs> so, how was your day? Um, busy as always. Never a dull moment. <laughs> Never a dull moment. Which reminds me, in speaking of dull moments, what was crazy is that I was at Sufton Boulevard today because I, I came from the courthouse. And we were supposed to discuss the physician with my resume. And oh, yeah. I, totally, I, uh, I forgot about that until now. So, what's crazy is that <laughs> I was at something Boulevard at the same time that you dropped me off at. So, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, you were right around the way. Yeah, I was right around the way. It's crazy. So, a little backstory is that um, J. Rose and I, we met under the uh, For the Women's event uh, talking about love uh, hurt hurt it was love it was um, falling it was like the falling in love stage then the Mm -hmm. the hurt like breakup stage and then it went into like depression and uh, suicide where sometimes Mm -hmm. you know traumatic events between a relationship could like lead to that type of depression so 
it was a dope event. Yeah, it was a really, really dope event. A lot of dope, talented people were there. Um, some I knew already. Some I met for the first time, like you in particular. And we come from similar backgrounds. So yes. we went to the same high school. Yeah. We, yeah, we went to the same high school. Shout out to LIC. You know. Yes, shout out to LIC. Cold all day. But y'all all didn't really do nothing. But uh, we came out all right. Yeah. That's just, you know what? I love... I love that I got to go to school in Queens and to public school. Like, I think it it really exposed me to a lot of environments and types of people yeah. and situations that I probably wouldn't have experienced had I went to, like, a private school or had I grown up in Long Island or something like that. So, I, I love yeah. it. I agree. I, I, I agree with that. It's like, um, well, I'm speaking for myself. I can't speak for you. Uh, yeah, it, it was a double-edged sport for me because just to pick it back up what you're saying, it did expose me to a lot of things. It helped me grow faster as a young man, uh, and, and, and it taught me how to survive. You know, how to make a dollar out of fifteen cents, literally. Because uh, you know, them days when them school lunches were dry as heck, you had mm-hmm. to use that dollar. That, that your mom or dad gave you so it's like ah you had to and make that stretch yeah words huh? like <laughs> but nonetheless nonetheless um I also said double S word because depending on where you grew up at cause for me as you know I grew up in Queensbridge and you grew up right there around the way so to uh yeah know people that live in the same neighborhood as you go to the same school, you know you're bound to cut up. So I was uh I was one of those people. I cut a lot of classes. I <laughs> had to make them up yeah. So Yeah. I did I, I did it too but I was it was more like later on by the time I was like a senior but I graduated on time. I I you know, got my stuff together and I did what I had to do and I you know, made up all my classes, made up all the assignments yep. because I didn't want to. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to graduate in the summer or like the year later with any of the people yep. I didn't know. I wanted to go with my friends and graduate with my friends. So. Mm-hmm. And I was the total opposite. I graduated in the winter after. So I went to the senior barbecue. Yeah, dope. Hi. So I was like. <laughs> so that's just for kids to know. Kids, stay in school. Please cut in class. Yes. Not worth it. It's really it's not. not. There's so much time later like, on to do all that. <laughs> word. Like, we spend more time outside than we do inside of school anyway. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's going to bite you in the butt. Trust me. And uh, nerds are winning nowadays. So please stay in school yeah. and learn. Yeah. yeah, nerds nerd, are definitely nerd, nerd, winning. Nerd. That's nerd. a wave. <laughs> yeah, being a nerd is a wave. You hear that? From yeah. Coming from a beautiful, bold, and blessed woman, she said, "Nerd is the wave." Nerd is. <laughs> well, the wave. how do how do they say it now? Is lit? <laughs> nerds are lit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nerds, to show our age, nerds are lit. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. 
Yeah, that's not what we would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We wouldn't. We didn't say that. We need to say no, nerds and freaks. Yeah. We said like yeah, other stuff. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> I can't say everything. I can't say everything. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I can't, you know, if I say, you know, I'll build definitely no hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, and speaking of poetry, um, what inspired you to even come to that event, let alone write poetry? Wow. Because, because people come from backgrounds and people have different reasons to uh, uh, of, of becoming a poet or a writer or a singer or an actor or whatever. You know, some of them went through traumatic experiences. Some, it just, it just, you know, they just, they, their surroundings helped them. Others were, went through abusive times and relationships. So, according to you, like, what made you, A, become a poet and then B, um, show up to that event and showed your side of uh, of Um, self well I've been writing for 20 years so yeah and um, I started when I was when I was a teenager and Mm -hmm. you know it was kind of weird it didn't really make sense because I really didn't like reading I wasn't really into reading so I wasn't like a bookworm at that age but I like mm-hmm. to write. Um, I always was like, mm-hmm. I was a big hip-hop head. I love hip-hop. So music was like an inspiration just to, to create and just live. So Good. that was a big influence on like my style of writing or just kind of, you know, helped with the, with starting to write. And, you know, I did it for a little while. It wasn't like something I did every day. It wasn't something I, lo- I you know, had to do. And then probably like towards my early like mid-20s I started to Mm -hmm. write a lot more I started to write a lot more I was going through stuff personal stuff at home with you know the relationship I was in I was became a young mom I was you know things had a lot of things had changed you know life really took over and writing was one of the things that helped me get through it and I also got a lot more into reading um, once mm-hmm. I was in college, I fell in love with reading. You know, I became the ultimate book, bookworm. And um, mm-hmm. that helped as well. But that's kind of like, you know, it, it just, it was something that like, just helped me get by. It was for me. I never really shared it with anybody. I never told people that I was, that I liked to write. I didn't even, you know, wasn't really, there was really no like social media either like back then. So nope, there was yeah, there was no real like platform to really put your stuff out there, and 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 um, you know, I I would share with just a few people, a few close friends that I knew were like would like to write also, or like got a lot of a lot of friends that um were like into like rapper like rapping and you yeah. know, so I would share my stuff with them because I knew that you know they would kind of had a similar artistic vibe. That's- and that's you know that's how I kind of got into it and as I got older I started writing more and more and more and more and then social media came around and you know I started following other writers and there was one writer who was kept encouraging me to just go and 
put myself my stuff out there to for people to read. And um, I took his advice and I created a new Instagram page for my writing, my crumbled thoughts. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Ever since then, it's been what I've had the account for like four years, four or five years, and you know that's my, you know that's my that's where I'm like at peace in the, on that page. I get to like really be myself yeah. and just write whatever I want. You know, that's yeah. stuff. That's stuff. Oh, yeah, that's man. exactly how. <laughs> that's what happened um, to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for me. What inspired me to write was a breakup that happened on MySpace, and it was a long-distance <laughs> relationship. So for you Ouch. kids that don't know, before, yeah, before Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter and all that stuff, for us it was MySpace, you know, um, yep. and, and even before that, it was Conex. But, um, yeah, there was a uh, um, Mi Gente and Black Planet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, those are for the Hispanics. We, 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 you know, we, I was on Mi Gente. I had to be on Mi Gente. Come on. Of course, you had to be on Mi Gente. Of course. Oh, it, 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 sidebar what's your nationality? I'm Puerto Rican. So, oh, shout out to, to my yeah. island right now. They're suffering, they're going yeah. through it. and it's crazy. I feel so bad. Um, a lot of people yeah. haven't heard from their families and all that. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, it is. Prayers, it is. prayers yeah. that way. <laughs> you know, um, I, I, I'm so close to Puerto Ricans. Like, I, I, uh, I, I consider myself like a, a, a Puerto Rican descendant because. <laughs> You're honorary. Um, my, my, yeah, yeah. Cause my first cousin is a Puerto Rican. Um, Thank you. Uh, some of my elders are Puerto Rican. Everybody's related to a Puerto Rican. Everybody's related to a Puerto Rican. Yeah. And plus, New York is Puerto Rico, so like, come on out. Yeah. Very true. It's like. Very true. Shout out to them. But, um. For real. For me, what inspired me was that and also, like you said, hip hop myself. Because um, I'm from Queensbridge, and, and uh, so Nas by default was mm-hmm. in my top five. So, um, of course. I hung out in Queensbridge a... all the time. <laughs> yeah, of course. As I said, we were like different relatives. So, um, <laughs> one, one, uh, one song in particular when I had the CD was um, Stillmatic album mm-hmm. and the song Second Childhood. And what I did was I literally remixed Second Childhood and I added my own elements into it, like things that happened to me. And I replaced it with some of the words within Second Childhood. And boom, you know, that's how I started writing. And wow. then from there, I kept going. And um, similar that's to you, uh, I was very introverted with my poetry. Like I, I, I didn't want nobody to know. You know, and just um, I wanted to keep it to myself. So, um, poetic genius it, it really derived from um, always doing poetry because before being an MC, I started out as a poet. As a poet, so um, it, it was it was just poetry, 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 which which the word poetic came from. And genius, it was it's not even like you know saying it in a cocky way. It's just saying it as if like I'm always thinking. 
I'm always yeah. thinking about something or, 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 or someone or just, just just anything in general that so I'm always thinking. So it's it's the poet that always thinks. So basically, that's the poetic genius comes from. And um, yeah, I was so scared to perform and be on stage because, like, the first time I performed, it was at the New York Poets Cafe, and yeah. it's up on YouTube. People can see it still to this day. This I is like in twenty. Thing. Yeah, it was like 2011, 2010, I think, and um. Yeah, I look like a hot mess. I had this long sleeve button down, polo button down, uh, with a do rag on my head and glasses. Yes. It was it was I was looking crazy on the OD nervous. O D nervous. And what? after I finished my little poetry, I started quoting lines from a, a rapper that I was listening to previously. So it was like it is bad. It was bad. But well, luckily, I grew from that. So, yeah. so thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. That was um, my first time. Was my first time like really actually kind of weird. Was um, my first time hitting the stage a year ago. And last year. Yeah, last year I've been. Oh. I mean, yeah, people have been like, "What took you so long?" And what. It actually, it's, it, it's, it's actually the story is tied into how I even found Theater 294, and that's that's where okay. I met. So okay. I I follow I follow this guy on Instagram, this writer. His name is Pete Brown, and um, he does events at Theater 294 every so often. Mm-hmm. And he was hosting like a slam, a poetry slam, and I was considering hosting my own. Um, but I hadn't been to one in a long time, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to go and check it out to kind of get some ideas and see if I can network. So I went, I was supposed to meet with some friends, but they flaked out, and I ended up just going by myself. So I sat there, and the slam started, and it was it was dope. There was amazing artists there, um, poets, and... Uh, during a break, he was walking past me, D. Brown, and I was like, hey, you know, I was like, the show's really, really good. And now uh, he asked me, you know, he's like, how'd you hear about the place? Who'd you come to see? And I was like, everybody. And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I don't know anyone, so I can't see everyone. <laughs> he was like, wait a minute. He's like, he, he, yeah, like, who'd you come to see? Everybody. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> so he's like, um... <laughs> he um he tells me he's like wait a minute he's like you came here by yourself and I was like yeah he's like how'd you hear about it and I was like I follow you on Instagram and the look <laughs> on his face was like priceless it was like I wish I could have like taken a picture of him because he was his mouth his jaw literally dropped and he was like wait a minute he's like you came here off the strength of just a, like Instagram post. And I was like, yeah, bro, social media works. Like, what do you think people yeah, use like, it for? What have you been? Like, what are you using? Like, he like, just starts laughing. Like, <laughs> he was shocked. But it was cool. We, we had a moment, and we actually collaborated. Like, I came out one, to an event that he did. Um, he went to, like, visit a school, and I came to, to show support. 
And I met actually a few artists there, poets that ended up participating in my slam. And they actually participated in a few other shows that I ended up hosting afterwards. And my very, very first time performing in front of more than five people was at my very first show that I hosted. And it was, you know, like when people are like, you got to face your fears, you know what I mean? And people are like, yeah, I'm going to face. That was like, I like faced my fears and like ran with it. It wasn't like, oh, let me just go do an open mic and and try this out. It was just like, you know what? First time, I'm just going to host a show. I'm still going to host a whole entire poetry slam and perform for the first time and about a hundred people showed up the place was packed and it was an amazing show i had an artist doing um i had a, a guy doing um his name is moda he um he did live art he did a lot of live wow. painting while the slam was going on and then we raffled off Shout the, out to it was dope. I'm always I see, like I'm always trying to do something different, you know. Every show that I've hosted, I've done one, two, three. Two, I've done four. One wasn't that great, but three out of the four turned out to be like amazing shows that I'm really, really proud of, and I feel like I worked really hard for to to have them play out the way that they did. And if it wasn't for the people that participated, you know, they made it what it was, but. You know, it, it was just felt it felt it feels good to like put together something and and provide a platform for other artists just like you, other people that just love to create and they can express themselves. Yeah. And providing that platform yeah. for them is just a good feeling. Like a few, uh, I had another show. We had live music. Um, I did another event where it was like a dinner. It was like a it was like a three course meal. It was um, mm. with like music and poetry. It was around Valentine's Day, so it had like this like love. Mm and like love and kind of a little bit of erotic theme to it so it was like it oh, was well. really good it, it was dope i um i collaborated with that with a, a really good friend of mine we're, we're family and he's a chef professional chef and uh, nice. he catered you know they him and another another one the two of them we grew up together we've known each other since i was like 14 15 years old so they they chef the whole event um Ooh. shout out to uh Shout out to Twenty Past Four. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. their company. Um, okay. But um, yeah, I mean, it was cool. I, you know, we did one for Martin Luther King. The Martin Luther King show was absolutely phenomenal. I um, uh-huh. I found this gentleman, Mr. Ronald Haney, who actually knows the entire "I Have a Dream" speech, and <clears throat> he came and performed you it. You said Ronald. You said Ronald Haney. Haney, H-A-Y-N-I. Oh, that's crazy, because I, I have a cousin, and his name is Ronald Haley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you what? like, wait, wait, you like, wait, cousin Ron over there doing MLK? What? Yeah, like, I, I'm like, I know he's, I know he's in the Navy, but he doesn't know that too, good <laughs> No, 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 he, he was Ronald Haney, and he, um, he, he came, and he was dressed like Martin Luther King, and he looked like Martin Luther King, and he came uh, out, and he performed the, the, the whole entire speech, and it was like, it was like such a beautiful show. Those, those are like, those, the fact that I was able to be a part of that, those are like really special to me, but 
I did all that in a year, in less than a year. I kind of like, well, I fell back a little bit because I did a lot of events back to back to back to back. So I haven't really hosted or put together anything. But then I saw the, um, because I go to, because I go to Theater 294, I'm, I'm cool with the, the promoter and the DJ. So, oh. shout out to DJ, DJ Big Time. Shout out to the DJ. Yo, shout out to that DJ. I forgot his name. He did a he's good job. Big Time. DJ Big Time. He's a, he's, DJ he's, Big. yeah, he's a cool, cool dude. Great DJ. So, he actually reached out to me and was like, hey, what's good? He's like, I haven't seen you around in a minute. You know, you need to come hit the stage. And I was like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> I was like, it's been a while. I'm a, I was like, I'm going to come out. I'm going to come out. And that, I did. <laughs> it was cool. It was cool. Actually, like, I love going to that place. Like, the energy in there is just feels so good the second you walk in. It's like, if you're not having a good oh, day, definitely. you're stressed, you walk in and it's like, the vibe is just so nice. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was dope. Shout out to the 24. I'm going to yeah, like that more. That's, that's, yeah, that's man. It is. They do. They usually do stuff once a month, at least. Oh well. Well, listen. Put me on. You know, put me on and do you know, put it yeah, out. Tag you. <laughs> tag you. I'm just saying. Tag me. That's it. But just as long as you don't have no erotic time, I ain't trying to I got you. eat. You know, to have things clapping in my face. Like, nah, chill. Like, I'm, I'm eating my sandwich. <laughs> Go that way. Me say what? Wait, what was I? What did I say? Saying that um, one of the shows you had it had three different layers to it, and um, you say it was poetry with erotic content. And, um, it was it was it was poetry and it was it was poetry about if if the theme was love and romance and erotic poetry. So oh, we had oh that was the theme. I thought because you, you just randomly said erotic content and I'm like what? And then I remember you saying you some <laughs> food. I'm like like what kind of what, what, I'm trying to put that in my head like like, like I can't. And what? At the same time, that's just too much for me. No, 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 no. Okay. No, like it was all. Yes, I had a poet that came up and performed poetry with the the theme of love and romance and dating and you know all the good fun stuff. And then you know, some people also went. Awesome. Thank God we cleared that up because, you like I said, we got people going to listen to this, and I ain't trying to have no kids when I'm seeing me talk about, Mr. Anthony, I can't go to your show. There's a lot of people there. Like, no, no. No. Or, or, or I got a dope talk out to me. They're like, excuse me, Anthony, listen to, um, um, I listen to your podcast. And uh, I really think it's not yeah. going good for you because yeah. you're promoting sex and poetry. Yeah. It's, it's just not a good mix. <laughs> <laughs> I was confident oh, that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it was um, it was definitely interesting. We had a lot of, you know, really good performers up there that touched on all different aspects of, of love and relationships. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very similar yeah. to Fiddle Women's Day. That's good. Yes, it was, and it was, uh, it was honestly like more my lane, and mm-hmm. um, you know, when it comes to my style of, of writing. Yeah. So you know, it was something like that I really, really loved. That's good, and, and let's let, let's talk about that too, because um, some poets have their style of writing and, and, and the style of of um um section. I'm gonna say a section of life as you want to do. Like some talk about mostly about depression, others most talk about suicide, others most talk about relationships, um, talk about sex, talk about um, religion, talk about um, money, or some of this all around. You know, um, I am I am an all around poet, so I'll talk about everything. So it doesn't matter to me um, because I like to be well rounded within my poetry. And you said you, you you are more focused on the love and on the relationship side, right? Um, yeah, I mean, my, I'm more, um, I touch on, like, a lot about, yeah, like, relationships, and I haven't really posted too much stuff about, like, breakups, even though I have, like, a lot of pieces on that, but I, I feel like sometimes that stuff is a little too negative. I don't really okay. want to put that out there. Okay. But, um, you know, mostly relationships, love, and definitely sex. <laughs> I write a lot about that. <laughs> and that's more about yes. my style. That's my, that's my, yes. that's my lane. But I, you yes. know, and for, it's not uh, always that. Good. I just want to give a full disclosure. Um, if you are going to follow her on Instagram, at my underscore crumble underscore thoughts, just uh, be prepared because, like, like she said, of her poetry, talks about stuff like that. And um, if you're sorry. not ready for that, then, <laughs> yeah. that's it. Exactly. If you're not ready for that, sorry. You know. Uh, yeah. So if you're not ready for it, don't. Please don't follow. And you know, it's yes. not for everybody. So. It's not for everybody. It's for mature audiences, and I mean mature. I mean mature as an age, as well as in mentally. Mind. <laughs> yes, for sure. Uh, Thank you. I think you should come for up. the disclosure. You think what? Yeah, I think. I think I think your Instagram should come with a full disclosure. Like it should be private, because uh, <laughs> gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta yeah yeah it's, it's pages is a. It's life. Yes. <laughs> though, though, yeah, 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 it's an iPhone. Though, let me let me clear this up too. When I when, when when we all talk about that, we're meaning like her poetry, what she's writing, you know, and posting. Yes. Not her in particular. No, she yes. uh, uh, dresses and establishes herself as a very classy, sophisticated woman, and as a mother, <laughs> she you know, should be. So that's good. Um, yes. So, yeah, she has, she has, she has So her herself dresses very nice and modest and, um, <laughs> Yes. Besides yes. that picture that you want me to put as a flyer. Other than it's that. Just writing. 
of his writing. <laughs> the flyer. Oh my God. Can we not talk about that right now? No, please. <laughs> I saw the high cup with the word. That was good. That was good, actually. I thought it was. I was like, wow, that was perfect. Those words just was like placed so perfect. Yeah. Good. Very, very good. I liked it. I liked it. I'll try to see. He's on, on, on our next picture. <laughs> the picture's not. It's like listening to a rap song on the radio. You know, there's a lot of edits I had to do. Yeah, yes. Yes, it's the clean version. Yeah, the clean version. <laughs> yes, I said the clean version. It's the clean version. But other than that, the pictures look nice and classy. <laughs> <laughs> they are, they are. They are. Everybody have a. <laughs> <laughs> You're so silly. I can't. Oh, <laughs> nah, you know what? You know, I, I feel that I've been, I'm, I'm wrong in you, so I should, I should cover up on my own stuff too. Okay, okay. So this is, this is a story nobody knows. My mom one day, she, she, um, <laughs> out of the kindness of her heart, she, uh, want, she wanted to buy me some undergarments. And I'm like, alright, cool, whatever. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> so she went and bought me the boxer briefs, you know, and um, <laughs> they were a bit too small for me. <laughs> got it on. Beautiful oh my god! And a pride parade, waving the flag <laughs> at how tight them things were. <laughs> Wasn't looking pretty. I look back at it. Oh, there's a oh, it's not looking right. Like, so is this how you redeem yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, girl, you mom. Like, I, I, I understand the gesture, but come on now. Come on. You appreciate that, okay? I did. I did. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I modeled it in the. And then I took it off. I'm like, I can't. My my the force. The are working out. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Alright, so, yeah. now we're even. Had, yes, we're even. I had to I had to get myself. I can't just for the moment. So ladies and gentlemen, we're even. Now <laughs> um in terms of your poetry, like how like for me. And like you said before, that um, you don't like reading as well. So um. Well, I didn't. I love it now. Well, now you do. Okay. Now you do. Yeah. Well, yeah. When I started going to college, I had to read a lot more, and I had this English teacher, and mm-hmm. he actually um, he, I started having to write these essays, and my introductions. Mm-hmm. My intro to the to my essays were very started getting like more captivating and like I just I don't yeah. know it just I don't know if it's because it was just the writer in me starting to just like really come out and um, mm-hmm. like really like the teacher was like really impressed and I was like why is this guy so excited about this essay like I didn't see it right away you know 
and um, one one day he used one of my essays as an example with the to the class, and he like put it up on a projector screen, and he like covered mm. the name. Yeah, he like covered the name, so so you know to to you know out of respect for the student. But you know, I wasn't really paying attention to it until he started reading it. And then I was like, "Oh shit, that's my oh sorry." I was like, "Oh, that's my." I was like, "That's my. That's my essay." It's <laughs> like wow, and I was in shock. I was like, "Oh wow," and it, it felt so good. And that kind of like pushed me to like write a little more, maybe start reading a little more. And then this is when the love for reading came. And don't like don't make fun of me, okay? You promise. I'm- I so pe- people tell the tell the people not to make fun of me too. People. All right. So, uh, <laughs> let's, ladies and gentlemen, please don't make fun of her or what she's about to say. Now, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, when people say don't make fun of me, there's actually something to make fun of them of. But don't. No, no. Don't, don't. I, I hope it isn't. Anyway, I had a friend who finished reading this book series. It was like, hey, you should really read this. And I was like, what? Read this? And he was like, you would really like it. Trust me. And I said, fine. So I read the first Harry Potter. <laughs> and I got oh, okay. ad- addicted to the series. And ever since then, I can't, I couldn't put books down. I read the entire series. Every time a new book, a new one came out, I was like one of those people waiting for like the book. To get it on the first day. How was that? Like, how did you make fun of that? Well, nah, JK Rowling was cute. What? Yes. Yeah. So that. Okay, um, I didn't read no Harry Potter books at all. But, um. Uh, nah. <laughs> you don't know what you're enough. missing. Oh, uh, they're so good. Yeah, shout out to cool. Harry Potter lovers. Those Harry Potter lovers yeah, out there. Yeah, all the Harry Potter there. lovers. <laughs> but yes, I got into I I fell in love with reading after that. I'm actually almost done with Game of Thrones with the last Game of Thrones book, so don't tell me what happens if you watch the series. I mean I do, so I do know what happens. No. Oh. And I can tell you Don't tell me I'll hang up. No, no I'm saying I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be like, bye. That's <laughs> it. I hate, I hate when people spoil, like, when people spoil movies, when they spoil books, especially when someone spoils a book for you, because you, like, dedicated a lot of time, and you, dedic- you put yourself, you invested yourself into reading that book, and you're like, Three fourths yeah. in, and then somebody tells you one of the characters like dies. You just like, why? Why would you do that to me? So come out. Yeah, I know. I know. So, you know. I know. And speaking of on that topic, this is a good segue. Uh, uh, we here at the Rise Above Podcast, uh, the Rise Above Movement, we uh partnered up with Jesus Peace underscore NYC to establish a 30-day book challenge. So, um... Oh, yeah. You, as, I saw that. Yes. Yes, yes. So, please, you can obviously drain in. Just uh, present a book that you're reading right now and hashtag 30-day book challenge. 
and read a chapter a day or more if you are and just finish the book in 30 days that's all so anybody can do it man woman child uh transgender however you call yourself now whatever gender you want to be now if you're, you want to identify yourself as a cat and all cats uh so if you're a cat that can read god bless you uh, yeah, I know one. <laughs> yeah, the hashtag thirty day book challenge. All right. Thirty days. Um, so yeah, I think mean, you know I had to say that because you know it's like if you say one thing, people get offended about something else. Like oh, you said something about you said men and women, but you didn't say trans. Or oh, you said trans, <laughs> and you didn't say sex. Or oh, you said you didn't say goldfish. Goldfish, you know, like oh, <laughs> yeah. I had a so 30 day, 30 day book challenge, right? 30 day book challenge. Yeah. Hashtag 30 day book challenge. Yeah. I actually got into a Twitter beef today for the first time. A tech with, beef? Uh, no, a Twitter beef. Oh, Twitter beef? What? Yeah, Twitter beef. Yeah. People beef. still do that? Time. Listen, it, 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 listen, I, I was barely on Twitter. But now I wanted to brand myself more, especially in this podcast. <laughs> yes. More. So, yo, it's, yes. it's not a game out there, yo. It's a wild, wild life. <laughs> the streets is real out there. Twitter is yo. Twitter is yo. There's so many people gangsters on Twitter, son. It's oh not even gosh. funny, man. I don't even know how to tweet. <laughs> yeah, I'm so serious. That's crazy, son. So... Long story short, I was uh, I was ranting about the MTA because they were taking forever. I had a serious court date to go to, um, to, to work with New York City Housing and, and to go to court with them. And I was supposed to get it by 9.30. I left my house around 8 o'clock to get there, to, to get to Tufton Boulevard by 9.30. So as you know, they don't take an hour and a half to get from Queensbridge to Tufton Boulevard. No. Definitely not. Especially in the, one train, especially in the morning, two trains. On, on, on the F train. No, 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 no. I think the, the F, F train. train. Something Street Hillside. Archer? So you know. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Something in Hillside. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. In the morning, 179. Jamaica, it's not that, not that packed. It's not like you're going into Manhattan. No, going to Jamaica. So, you know, yeah. not crowded at all. So they had mad signal problems, B. I didn't what? get to the court. Signal problems. Oh, God. That's what they blame it on. Yeah. Signal problems, train delays, and everything. So I took a picture of myself, which I should have done because I hate taking selfies of myself, especially in the morning. But um, <laughs> I took a selfie of myself, and I made a meme out of myself saying, Dear <laughs> thank you for doing this to me. I am now late for my court date with New York City Housing Authority fighting off eviction. And so this guy, and so I, so I tagged um, a podcast I listened to heavily uh-huh. called uh, I Am Rappaport. I Am Rappaport Podcast, and that's by Michael Rappaport. And it's a dope podcast. I, you should listen to that too. Um, shameless plug. But um, yeah. <laughs> I, there you go. I tagged it to uh, one of their members that I'm cool with on- online, Mr. Morris, and so I asked him to retweet it because he's, you know, he, he retweets it and it-, it gets blasted out. 
And so, this one particular person, he was like, oh, you know, you broke, blah, blah, blah. You know, you need to uh, get a job. And I'm like, hold on. First wait, off. Wait, what? Yeah, wait, wait. I mean, hold on. First off. Yeah, wait, wait. So I'm like, hold on. First off, you don't know me from a hole in the wall, I B. So don't come for me. All right? I was already mad yeah. being late. So, and this broke the straw, the camel's back. So I was in my bag. So I went in on my thumb. I'm like, Duke, like, you don't know me where I'm coming from that at all. You can't even judge me. So don't even say that. You know, yeah. you don't know my situation, and you don't even know me. All right? And so he was still repl- he was still replying back, oh, you know, you broke this, you, you jobless this, you need to get off your behind and all that. And so I went to the sofa. <laughs> He was just trolling. He's trolling you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He was. But see, I had time. I had time to entertain that troll. So this <laughs> troll, right? Thank this you. troll. I, 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 I went on his page because he doesn't know that I'm a cybersecurity analyst as well too. I just oh got a, a, I just got off of a few month contract, so I get paid to search data all day. And protect it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I'm using it for my own benefit. I went through his Twitter feed. This dude is one of those white nationalists. And I'm like, oh, oh okay. Married, got children, Long Island. Okay, you have an affection with Tommy Loren. Okay, I got you. So I use that against him. Use that against wow. him. And I, and, I, and I scrolled down his tweets until like a month ago, and he talked about oh. You know, he has a political crush on Tommy Loren. And then I asked him on Twitter, I said, yo, bro, should I screenshot this to your wife to see how she will feel of you having such an affection with Tommy Loren? (laughs) Yes. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I did that. I'm not perfect, (laughs) but, you know... Oh my god. And I clapped back real hard. Real nice. Clap back. But um Oh my god. This is where it meets the head. He then replies and said, Hey, listen, if you wanna do that, go on ahead. My wife is deceased for two years from somebody killing her, trying to rob her. Oh, and then after that stopped. That's when everything stopped. I said, Oh dang. Yeah. Like, I, but I, I went too far, you know. And then, what um, does now? What did that teach you, Anthony? Listen, hear me <laughs> out. Let me finish. This is what I said. This is what I said in reply. I said, you know what? As a man, I am wrong and I am sorry. However, this shows that you can't judge a book by its cover. Once again, I am sorry. Those are my exact words. And then he replies, and he says, you know what, you are right. I am sorry as well, too. Wow. And, yeah, yeah, he said, I'm sorry as well, too. You know, and then I said, thank you, man, because we need to really keep this peace and love going on. There's too much hate and stuff going around for us not to be peaceful. And then he was like, yeah, man, I feel the same way. You know, I'm sorry once again. You know, surfs up 
Wayne said some wild. He said some wild, wild, crazy white boy stuff. He was like, surf stuff, you know, go surfing, but naked. I'm like, what? I'm like, bro. Like, I wanted to reply. I was asking in the middle of Jason, bro. I'm black. He's literally. But that's literally my favorite part of the entire story. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yo, dude. Like, and I told him, I said, everything was good until that part. Listen, I ain't trying to surf in those sharks. I want pieces. I don't want to end up in pieces. But I wanted to oh, say, hey, Duke, listen, I'm black. We had enough of water, all right? We didn't have enough water in our lives. We're not surfing naked at that. Surf naked with the sharks, bro. Like, what? Hey, Duke. It's like well, having a good conversation. No more Twitter beef for you. Stay away yeah, from no more that. Yeah, okay. That. Yeah, that, that, that was... Although that was, you, that was, you, that was, you had a lovely bonding moment, but, uh, you know, it kind of like you could kind of yeah. see like why he was the way he is because of what happened, you know, like how or you could see like kind of how like losing his wife the way he did, you know, may have influenced his personality. And that's what I told. That's what I told my dude. I'm like, yo, listen, you don't know. So, yo, I'm glad that we resolved this beef because you don't know. I could have been the one that was behind the next mass shooting like you don't know like nowadays you could say one word that can trigger somebody's mind to go completely off so like thank god we resolved that issue and prevented that because like god forbid if i would have kept going like the old and, and, and that's the old me the old me would have kept going and going and going and going and going but it's like now i'm getting older and i'm more mature you know, it's like I don't want to be looked upon as as a cyber bully, and I don't want to be looked upon as a hater. And plus, you know, people could look at my my Twitter feed from ten years ago and see that they be like, "Whoa, man, <laughs> I can't!" I, oh, dang it! Like, nah. Yeah. Nah, be nah. <laughs> a lot of. You okay? Yeah. A lot of jobs, you know, they, like, look at your social media now. Yeah. So true. They look at your social media. They they look at your LinkedIn, stuff like that. They Google your name. That's all it takes. Yeah. And kids, know that that's a tip. They Google your name, but they look at your social media and all that stuff. So you can't be having a resume talking about, you know, you clean and polished and whatnot. Then they go on your social media and you got like. You got a stack of singles to your ear. <laughs> yeah. Like, passing around on the horse. Like, nah, man. It's like, not, not looking good for you, man. Yeah. It's crazy in New York. You know, like, it's kind of sad because they don't teach that to, like, like they don't sit down a lot of people don't sit down with like teenagers and 
even like college students and just kind of prepare them for stuff like that like what to put on your resume how to fill out a resume how to fill out a college application you know what you should do you know what what jobs they're doing what they're looking for like keep your social media clean keep your whatever no you're right you're right you're right which is why I'm gonna do another shameless plug year up Year Up is a nonprofit organization empowering young adults to reach their potential in corporate America. Year Up is a year-long process where they teach uh, 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 public speaking, they teach business communications, as well as as well as uh, um, any IT skills you want to learn, from programming to cybersecurity, as well as uh, financials, as well as project management classes, as well too. And in the next six months, they put you in a corporate internship with some of their partners, like Citigroup, J.P. Morgan Chase, Google, Facebook, as well as many others. And you can also earn some college credits to go towards college. And it's free to sign up. You can be 18 to 24 years of age, have a high school diploma or a GED. And like I said, it's free. Locations in Wall Street, right there in the financial district. So, you can log on to www yearup.org once again that is www.yearup.org or if you have any other questions you can let me know because I am an alumni and I graduated a couple years ago nice that's dope wow that's really cool I'm gonna have to get I'm gonna have to get their their contact info well listen you can always get the contact info at www yearup.org or you can follow me at <laughs> I got you I got you come on alumni <clears throat> I know people that would love to help out yeah. volunteer their time so speaking of speaking of work what is it that you do again for work me well, yes. what do I do? <laughs> um, I work for a company that I work for a company that sells money. They sell money to mm. to business to business owners. And I okay. am the office manager. I run the office, so I do hiring, firing, payroll, you know, Ooh. everything that's not hiring selling. Well, I'm part of it. I'm, I, you know, I'm from the office. That's all. I mean, it's a sales floor, um, but I don't do like any selling. I do. I take care of everything else. It's not selling. So. So you're a payroll. So, so, so I can ask you: Do they pay hourly, or is it salary, or is it commission? <laughs> um, this company. Um, for the sales positions, it's um, it's a base pay plus commissions. Oh, that's awesome! Well, if people are looking for work, you can definitely contact her to see if you are applicable to work. Yes, um, you don't need much experience, but if you have sales experience, that benefits you. But we do training; we train every for every everyone. Um, actually 
you can I'll give my uh, work email send resumes there by all means Hello? please provide your work email yeah. <laughs> you can uh, send it to info at straightlinesource.com and that's once again that's what info I-N-F-O at straightlinesource.com Awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. Yes. So, so, how is parenting for you? Parenting? Parenting yeah, because is... I've seen a lot of cute babies <laughs> on the gram, outside the street, <laughs> and, I've been, and I've been having baby crushes. <laughs> and, and, you know, mom, you have a baby fever? Baby fever, yeah, that's it, baby fever. My best friend, she has one of the most no, not, that doesn't even sound right. One of the gorgeous daughters I've known. Uh, and it's, it's, just, it's just too much. I just get, I just go crazy when I see them cheeks and they smiling. Uh, it's just too much. I love babies. <laughs> and, um, That's uh, so funny. They're so cute. Babies are cute. I mean, who, who does yeah, love babies? Um, it's like... If you don't love babies, there's something wrong with you. What? No, not like that. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not like that. Like, I love... No, I said, I said, if you don't love babies, there's something wrong with you. Everyone loves babies. Oh, they're cute. There's something wrong with me. Oh, okay. No, there's nothing wrong with you. Babies are adorable. Yes. Babies are adorable. Parenting is awesome. I love it. I love it. It's it's exhausting. <laughs> it's demanding, but um, you know it's cool. I have I have two kids. Um, they're nine years apart, so it's a for me it's it works. It's a good age difference. You know, my my daughter's older. My son's a toddler, so she's like another mom in the house. How old is she? Eleven. Eleven. That's a good age. Yeah. Yeah. My son is two. nine my years apart. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I, I can. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm. I don't know because my brother, my brother and I are eight years apart, and it's okay. just at times it's like too much. It's like, bro. Yeah, but it's your two boys. This is different. She's oh, yeah. a girl and a boy. She has like maternal instincts to kick in when it comes to him. She treats him like that's her baby sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's it's different, you know, when when they're yeah, yeah. when they're like that. And okay. he's like he's he, you know he loves her. She's like his his best friend. It's really cute oh. seeing them two of them together. Oh. But, uh, you gotta say that I, I love to see that. What? I said you what gotta happened? send me a picture of that. Can oh yeah, it? I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you were cutting off. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. gotta send me that picture. I, I love yeah, it. Yeah, there's a. I, I love siblings. Yeah, so siblings are dope. Too. You have. So this is you and your brother. Do I have one? Yeah, so my, matter of fact. It's on my um, Instagram. You gotta scroll down a little bit more. 
but yeah, I did a comparison for me and my uh, me and my brother. Um, it was basically <laughs> it was basically a post of me being uh, of me saying basically sorry to him for how I I overprotected him because it's like um, I don't want nothing to happen to him, you know. And uh, I knew how I was growing up, so I didn't want him to grow up the same way. You know, I was out drinking, smoking, having sex, uh, just doing it up. Yeah. And cutting um, class and everything. And I didn't want him to go that same route. You know, um, yeah. thank God he didn't. You know, and um, now he's asking questions about women and sex and relationships and stuff. You know, and, I, and I'm kind of guiding him, but not giving him the full exposure. You know, yeah. I, I had a... Um, I had a I had a female associate that I know. I showed him through her how to treat a woman, how to act or react if you're on the date, and um, how to you know basically open doors, pull out chairs, let them sit down, you know, how to approach them out the street, and, and you know just being yourself. So um, you know he, he he's learning, but um, I was I was big brother. Yeah, you know, I was a bit overprotective just because, you know, it's like, you know, it's, it's like, like I didn't want to see, I didn't want to see me and him. Yeah. You know, I, I I wanted him to be better than me. And, and, and he has. You know, he, he's way better than me in all that sense. So, um, that's very grateful that for that. That makes you a great person. Yeah. I'm not perfect, you know, I'm trying to no, do the best no I can. <laughs> <laughs> trying to do the best that I can. So, like, when I have a child, you know, I, I could, you know, it could be a bit easier. Not in the sense of parenting, because parenting is never easy. But um, in yeah. the sense that, you know, I raised my brother since he was a kid, a baby in my arms. So, you know, I've I seen him grow. So I, yeah. I, I kind of feeling of what to do a bit. So, and to and to see that in general, it's like, dang, homie, like I used to ha- I used to hold you in my arms. I used to change your diaper. Now you got <laughs> hair. Now you got hair in your chin. You coming up late at Aww. night, like just like Aww. talking to girls out yeah. in the street. I seen him the other day talking to a woman. She is taller than him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you should let him live. Yeah, everybody say that too. Everybody, everybody say that. You, you ain't the only one. Everybody say that. Let him live. Let him live. I'm like, aye, aye, aye. It was like, keep my eye out for him, though. All right. You know. You got to. Let him live. Yeah, I got to. I, I have to let him go out the nest. You know, I have to. That's a little man. Right. A little man. Oh man, so okay, so working, poetry, parenting, and you're also in a relationship, as well as going through the most important things, adulting, paying bills, stuff like that. So, how do you, as as busy as you are of all those facets, how do you manage your time to yourself? How do you even get time to yourself? I'm surprised we're on this for like an hour. That's. That doesn't happen. <laughs> it's every time for me. It's hard. I mean, it's just it comes with it comes with the it comes with who I am. 
you know, there's no time for me. It's time for everything else and everyone else. And here and there, you know, I do have, I find time for myself in the stuff that I do. You know, like when I write, that's, I, you know, I consider that time, for me time, because I'm writing, I'm in, I'm in my zone. No one else is in there with me. You know, nice. I, um, you know, I do, I do event planning too. So like, I'm always crafting and making stuff. So that's mm-hmm. like therapy in, in itself. To me, that's like, even though I'm working and you know, it's some of the stuff, some of the projects that I do are uh, intense. But you know, mm-hmm. it's therapy. It's, that's me time for me. You know, and sometimes I, you know take the long the long route home, home. <laughs> or oh, I, you know, yeah, I drive a little <laughs> you know drive a little further out so I just have a little time yeah, to just I'm like sure, sure. Sure. I want to fall in there with the kids and this guy I really don't right now yeah or, or I um I want to go I like to go to work really early so I just pull up in the parking lot and I just kind of like get mm-hmm. myself mentally ready for the day um mm-hmm. So like you know, little little things like that is like that's that's my me time. I take it in little in little pieces. You know, other people can do it longer, but I have to settle for bits and pieces. So it's all right. That's awesome. I keep myself moving and busy. Yeah, that's good. And my my event planning my event planning page is J dot Rose creations um, nice. yeah Good well, you can follow. thanks yeah hey you can follow that I do everything birthdays baby showers all that good stuff corporate events everything good plug good plug <laughs> alright well you know what thanks. we've been on here for an hour and you have left me with your uh, 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 time I'm very grateful for it you know, you, I know your time was limited. Yeah, I know. I hear my son upstairs terrorizing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's terrorizing my boyfriend. Spend your time to your children to make sure you get ready for tomorrow. Um, yeah. You are definitely old, beautiful, and blessed. And I, I just uh, very grateful to call you uh, a friend and a colleague within the poetry sure. community. Is there any final words you want to say to the people? Um. Uh, yeah, we gotta love each other, you know. Stop uh, thinking that things are separate when it's not. You know, we gotta help each other. We gotta look out for each other. Please donate to Puerto Rico, please, if you can. I know the 90th precinct in Brooklyn um just shipped some stuff out today, but I know they're still collecting, so. You know, that's all I really have to say. Like, shit, let's, let's all love, love each other and, and help each other. That's it. That's right. That's <laughs> and um, also, don't forget to laugh, you know, because um, joy, because laughter is the best medicine, you know. Um, Always. God, laugh, you know. Um, laughter takes the pain away. It helps. You know, and... Um, sure. The word says, you know, laugh, you know, you know, train a laugh strengthens up your, you on the inside. So 
let's 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 let huh? I agree. I love that. Yes. Yes. Um, so where can they find you once again? Um, you can find me on Instagram at my underscore crumbled underscore thoughts. Um and J dot Rose Creations on Instagram as well. Yeah. That's it. I don't really uh-huh. use anything else. <laughs> There you go. Hey, no problem. Well, thank you once again, J. Rose. Um, I appreciate you. you once again. Uh, you have been a blessed guest, and I wish you nothing but the best. More of endorsed for you and your family. And this has been the Rise Above Podcast. Thank you once again. Tune in thank to the next episode. Thank All you, right. Rose. Take care. <laughs> You're welcome. Right. Take care. Right. Later. Good night, guys. Good night.